we have brought you brought you different breakdowns of the college football playoff games, and we've got a definitive preview of the keys to the game coming up for you. But today we want to talk about some underappreciated players, and we're going to attack the Texas and Washington game. So often these games come down to not just the superstars, the, not just the Michael Penixes and the Quinn Ewers of the world, but it's maybe some other players that usually step up. Those players that I mentioned are going to be pivotal and they're going to be critical for the success of their team. But it's often the players that step up in these moments and have big plays that are going to make the difference in the game. So we're going to go over who some of those players could be, might be even uh, on this edition of the Landry Football Podcast, part of the Landry Football Podcast Network, which you can get by subscribing, liking, and sharing the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple and Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Also a reminder, you can get more detailed breakdowns on the game of football, college football, NFL, from a playing, coaching, scouting, front office perspective, LandryFootball.com. Check it out today. Uh, if you like football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com. Um, it's the best information around LandryFootball.com. And take advantage of the holiday savings special. Um, it is the best deal that we've got going. It is uh, the 12-month package where you not only get the remainder of the football season, but the scouting season. Um, we got it all for you, LandryFootball.com. Uh, again, uh, you can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. But the holiday savings special is the best deal that we've got going. So some players that are potentially could be huge factors in this game. These guys are really good players, and they can have big impacts uh, of the games. So, you know, we've talked about the Devondre Sweats and Xavier Worthies and Gwen Ewers and Byron Murphy's. Uh, um, we've talked about Quinn Ewers and the great receivers in Odunze and the Deven defensive end Braylon Trice and Troy Fonitano. Uh, we've broken those down, and we've told you who the key guys are in the breakdowns of all four teams. And if you hadn't had a chance to listen to it, go back and listen to it. Now we want to spend a little time talking about some of those guys, as I mentioned, that are players that don't come to the forefront to the average fan of the media that we want you to know about. First one is C.J. Baxter, the running back. He was the number one ranked running back in the 23 class, by the way. He's found his stride just when Texas really needs him to hit it the most. He's 6'1", he's 220. He's been outstanding in his debut year at Texas. Rushed for almost 600 yards, scoring four touchdowns. He's also showcased his versatility with 22 catches, 117 yards. He's faced early setbacks as a starter due to injury allowing Jonathan Brooks to take the reins and embark on the legendary run before an ACL tear in the TCU game. With Brooks' sideline, Baxter has a significant, uh, been a significant factor, and he has size, speed, vision to carry the load against Washington. Nearly a month off will help him get healthy, too. Baxter seems to get nicked up every game and likely has a bit more twitchiness in the tank uh, the closer he gets to 100%. He's Texas looks for offensive balance and against a vulnerable Husky run defense that concedes over four yards per carry, uh, they're going to try to attack it. And he could be a huge impact into what they're doing. Um, Jordan Whittington, another Texas uh, receiver. We'll get to Washington in a bit. He's 6'1", 205. Um, 
he's been a versatile force in his five years at Texas, whether it's blocking, catching, running after the catch, he excels primarily doing damage in the slot as an exceptional route runner, 38 catches, 435 yards, one touchdown this season. He doesn't have eye popping numbers, but he's a reliable weapon, moves the chains, makes clutch catches with AD Mitchell, Xavier Worthy, tight end Jatavian Sanders, drawing the lion's share of targets. You, you, you shouldn't sleep on Whittington, who's a dependable guy with no drops in the last three games. He's got 12 explosive plays for the season, including three in the Big 12 championship game against Oklahoma State. He's an asset on special teams. He's a leader. He has had a big impact on this team, and he could have a big impact in this game. Jody Barron in the secondary. He's 5'11", 192, ranks among the best nickel players in the country. His excellent extends to special teams, making him a dual threat. He has 56 stops, four tackles for losses, an interception, seven passes defended. He's a confident, powerful tackler with only three missed tackles this season. Um, he's a big, big film study guy. He's excellent open field tackler. Um, I think um, his play is going to be paramount. This is a vulnerable Texas secondary against an explosive Washington passing attack. Um, this could be important. I mean, the secondary holds the key in a lot of respects, given their occasional struggles. Um, I look to see Barron some at safety, opening up some snaps at nickel for Jalen Gilbo, who, who's the 22 starter. They're weaker in the back end and won't have standout freshman safety Derek Williams for the first half because of a targeting suspension. So I think that Barron is going to be could be a huge factor in this game. Two more guys for Texas before we get to Washington. Christian Jones, the right tackle. He's six six. He's having an outstanding season. He's showcasing his best form, superior season, senior season, starting all but one game. He's a lot of um, has a lot of sack this year. Only ten pressures. He's improved uh, so much throughout his career and has been coached up well by Kyle Flood. Good technician, raw natural power. Um, the matchup between Jones and um, the agile Washington, um, especially Braylon Trice, how they match up against the edge players. It's going to be critical here. The Texas offensive line led by Jones needs to deliver one of the best performances of the year. Washington's front um, excels in generating pressure, even if they struggle to get home for sacks. So I think it's going to be an intriguing game. And then Gunnar Helm, the, another tight end that they have. You know about Jadavian Sanders, but you should know about Gunnar Helm. He's 6'5", 250. He's your number two tight end. He doesn't grab the headlines, but he's steady. He's consistent. Um, and I love him in the 12 personnel packages. He's the best blocking tight end. He does the gritty work. Uh, in both the run game and the pass game, uh, when they go to their seven-man protections, he is a sniffer in the run game. Uh, he does a lot of things well for him. 13 catches, 186 yards, doesn't wow you, of course. Two big touchdowns this season. He's reliable. He catches seven passes for first downs or longer um, without a single drop. Uh, anticipate his contribution in supporting Trice during Texas's drop back protections and in critical moments when they take shots, I think he could have a huge factor. Now let's get to Washington. 
I'll start with their linebacker. Idafan Ulafusu, 6'1", 236. He's had a stellar Caesar season, senior season at linebacker. First team All-Pac-12. Team captain. Um, most inspirational player. 83 tackles, six tackles for losses, three sacks, a forced fumble, fumble recovery. He's got excellent cover skills, sideline to sideline speed. He's going to face a big-time challenge against Texas, whose offense closely resembles Oregon's, a team that the Huskies defeated twice this year. Dylan Johnson, the running back, 6 feet, 218, critical piece in Washington's balance offense. He's exceeded expectations this year. Rushed for over 1,100 yards, 14 touchdowns on the ground. Additionally, the Mississippi State transfer caught 19 balls for 150 yards. Standout performance includes 256 yards, four touchdown game against USC. Showed his ability to excel against tough defenses like Utah and Oregon. However, he faces a significant challenge against Texas's top-tier run defense, allowing only 2.8 yards per carry and averaging 81 yards per game. Johnson will need to navigate through a formidable defensive tackle group. Now, they don't run a lot of downhill, so it's going to be about setting the edge. But part of what their ability to set the edge is the tackle play up front allows those ends to really work and hook and set that edge so well. I think the out the perimeter running game is going to be a factor that they're going to need to have um, to have some success in this game, I view. And I think he's going to have to be a big factor. Uh, Jabbar Muhammad, the corner. He's 5'11", 183 pounds, Oklahoma State transfer. Had a standout year in Seattle this year. He had 42 tackles, including five tackles for losses, two sacks, three interceptions, 13 pass breakups. Despite allowing 40 completions for just over 400 yards, Muhammad's playmaking ability has been evident throughout the season. Second team All-Pac-12. He'll be tested against Texas's dynamic receiving duel. A.D. Mitchell and Xavier Worthy are game-changing type players. Um, he's going to have to play well on this one. Carson Bruner. The legacy player, linebacker, is 6'2", 226. May not receive as much attention as some of his defensive teammates, but he's been a productive fourth on both defense and special teams, accumulating 75 tackles, forcing a fumble, securing an interception this season. Bruner has excelled in coverage, allowing only 15 catches for 154 yards, no touchdowns, special teams MVP twice this season. Um you know, the emphasis on how to tackle in space, he's very good at that. He needs to bring uh, his best game, no question. And the other guy, the last guy I mentioned, is Roger Rosengarden, the offensive tackle. He showcased his excellent footwork and athleticism. He holds down the blind side, the right side, for Michael Penix. Um, despite not garnering the headlines like uh, Fortano, the left tackle, Rosengarten has been very reliable not allowing a sack in over 500 attempts and only facing 12 pressures for the season in Washington's pass-heavy approach. Yes, it has a lot to do with the ball coming out so quick with Penix and his movement skills, but he's also a part of it, the tackle play, this pass blocking unit. He's a solid gap blocker in the run game. His performance on the blind side is going to be watched closely against Texas's good edge players. The tackles represents the best bookends, um, Texas have faced this season. 
and their ability to protect Penix will be critical in this game, particularly as they aim to exploit Texas's defensive vulnerabilities in the secondary. So those are some guys that I think are going to have an impact in this game in a big-time way. So um, hope that helps you get ready for this game. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, a reminder, if you want more detailed breakdowns on this game, the other semifinal, the Rose Bowl, Michigan, and Alabama, We've got it all for you here on the Landry Football Podcast Network, but even in greater detail at LandryFootball.com. You want the breakdowns of Week 17 in the NFL, the details, the film room analysis on the pro game. We got you covered at LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of our holiday savings offer today. Not only get the remainder of the football season from a playing, coaching, scouting, and front office perspective, but you'll get the scouting season, transfer portal, recruiting, free agency, the draft, Know the game and see the game from a coaching and scouting perspective. That's what we do at LandryFootball.com. So check it out today. Try it out for a month. Try it out for six months. But honestly, our holiday savings special is the best deal that we've got going. Appreciate you joining us. Enjoy the game. Spread the word. We'll talk to you again next time, everybody.